0: I'm Samantha of Goddess Awakening. I'm here to hold a safe space and share with you the true and authentic stories of how we got here. Empowering women, elevating for all. All right, welcome to another episode of our podcast. So we're going to do one together today. So I'm really excited. Um, First guest from Goddess Awakenings podcast. So hello, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I literally just got off work and dropped off Big Frida, and now I'm here, so I'm really excited. Oh, yay.
1: I know you got a whole official studio.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, we are here in the studio in Oklahoma City, thanks to Possibilities. It's a really cool spot, so um, you actually look like you have a pretty cool setup in your house, too. Thanks. Um, my acoustics are
1: Definitely needing improvement. (laughs) I hear a lot of echoes sometimes. I'm like, ugh. But yeah, trying to get my space all set up for music and podcasting. Yeah, because you just... How long have you been in Nashville now? Uh, Since January. So going on like 10 months.
0: Wow. Time flies really fast. That's crazy.
1: I know. I know. We're still looking up like, whoa, we've been here for so long, yet it doesn't feel like long at all. So... Why don't you tell us who you are? Let's start there. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. So my name is Madeline and I go by the artist name Maddo. I also have a podcast called Embrace the Madness. I started my creative journey probably about, I mean, probably before, but I launched my podcast and really my DJ career in 2019, right before the pandemic. And yeah, so played my first show at the end of 2019 and then what year was Goddess 21? 22.
0: Beginning of 22. No way. I know. Oh my also goodness. weird.
1: <laughs> Cause that would have only been like well, almost two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just started DJing and making mixes and was really inspired by the electronic music in my hometown in Memphis. And thought that there was a little specific space of music that wasn't being played that I really enjoyed. So I just started doing that and and eventually started playing shows. And meanwhile, I'd started my podcast um, really just kind of about, I think I had my, one of my spiritual awakenings in 2016, which kind of led to me uh, blogging and stuff like that. And then it grew into a podcast. So another kind of awakening just in really getting curious about why we're here and what the heck we're doing and yeah, how to be a human and how to deal with human stuff.
0: Human stuff. I feel that. Yeah. I actually got to hang out this past, yeah this weekend. I got back last night. I was in Dallas for my very first, um, most people know me by being like the festival music person, but I also just got into like the grooming industry, like very just got into and I love it. But I got to go to Pet Pro Classic in um, Irving, Texas this weekend with my team and learn like all about dog grooming from like some of the best dog groomers in the world. It was, I didn't even know this world existed until this weekend. Um, So it was kind of like a culture shock. Um, And it was really amazing just to like be around all these people who like love taking care of animals. Um, so that's like a whole brand new thing that that I got to experience with less humans and more animals, which I'm okay with sometimes. <laughs> right.
1: Is that just for like showing them or just any kind of grooming?
0: So the convention is actually specifically for groomers. So um, there are competitions, but it's not like competitions for the dogs. It's competitions for the groomers to... Um, groom the dog. So the gr- the dog's not necessarily getting judged. It's the cut of um the dog that the groomer is giving them. Okay. Um so it was a little different because I've seen dog shows, but this is this is all the prize is based off of the person who is grooming them. Um but there was like famous people that I mean I don't under I don't know who any of these people are yet, but people were like getting signatures and things signed and I'm like, "Whoa, these are famous people. Like this is so interesting." <laughs> That's amazing. So, I got to do that and um our boss is awesome and she, you know, took care of us all weekend and got us meals and a really nice hotel and I got to like really get to meet my coworkers for the first time and I was very anxious cuz I Um, don't drink. So, and that was my number one reason that I would drink is for my social anxiety and uncomfortable situations, new situations. Um, And I actually had a really great time and I was very open with the fact that like, I don't drink, so I'll be the driver if I need to, which we just walked everywhere. So it was super easy. Um, But yeah, I definitely had a lot of anxiety in the first night when we were like, People are getting shots and drinks and I'm like, I'm just going to get my fruity little lemonade, (laughs) Um, which they did have two non-alcoholic options, which was nice at the first place. Yeah, Um, It's really hard to find non-alcoholic options in like the South, I've noticed. Like if you're in California or even like the East Coast, it seems to be a little bit better. But around these parts, non-alcoholic options aren't really a big thing. So we'll talk about that. So I just hit my five months of no alcohol, which is really exciting um, how long have you not been drinking now? Uh, a
1: little over 365 days. So I just hit my year, I think on October 5th. That's awesome. Some of the bars that I've been to at least have, um, either Heineken Zero or Liquid Death, surprisingly. And the venue that I just went to to see Recno had, um, uh, Athletic, the, the beer, the NA beer. So it was nice having something besides Red Bull.
0: Right, yeah, or Sprite. <laughs> 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 have up. you um, have you noticed a difference in the year or was there like a certain point along the path that you were like, I can tell a difference?
1: Um, I think at the beginning it was kind of hard because I felt like I got hit smack with, I don't know, reality. Just like all of these feelings... And emotions and not really having anything to numb it with. Um, I mean, you know, we all find other things to numb with, but not doing it with alcohol, I just felt like I it had hit a lot of the feelings that I had. So I think I just was so surprised at how sensitive and raw I just felt for like months on end. And eventually it passed. Um, but I mean, I feel like that was at least probably six months. I mean, not to mention it was all kind of during moving and dealing with all that. So, yeah. What about you?
0: I think I was surprised that I haven't really missed drinking as much as I thought that I would. Um, Like I was saying, this weekend was probably the hardest weekend for me so far. Um, Of course, you know, we both work in the music industry. So we're always around like clubs, bars, festivals, people drinking is like a pretty normal thing. Um, But festivals, I never really have a hard time. Um, But this weekend, while everyone else was drinking, and then also um, we were in basically Dallas and it's OU Texas weekend. Well, I am a Sooner, so I love football. I love when OU wins um, and beats Texas. And they did win and it was a really good game. And I was like, man, I really want to drink beer right now. Like I want to drink some beers um, and party and celebrate. Um, but obviously I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to give up five months of my, um, sobriety from alcohol. Um, so I feel like sometimes I'm like, maybe I can just drink some and it will be fine. But I don't know. I feel like the, the social anxiety and then definitely the like FOMO certain times where I'm like, everyone's just having a great time. And I, for some reason, think I have to drink to also have the good time. Um, So I feel like I'm still adjusting into what it's like to not drink with people who are drinking. Um, Because I really, I have no judgment around anyone who does drink. Like it's your own choice. And, you know, some people can do it better than others or whatever. Um, But I just... I don't want people to think I'm like this loser. I don't know. I think it's my uh, my my own self doubt. I'm just like, do do they think I'm fun still? Which everyone did. We had such a great time. Um, but I think it's definitely important, like the people who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, because last summer it was like everyone just wanted to buy me drinks and you know pass out whatever party favors were available at all time. And this time around, I feel like I've just very much separated myself from a lot of those type of people um, because I don't, I don't want the temptations. And also I don't really enjoy being around people who are just not remembering their night, you know, for a week at a time. So
1: it's a big adjustment. Yeah, I've definitely gone through that. And I feel like it took some months because I think we definitely learn patience because people will just be drinking. And if you're not the one, if you're the only one not drinking, And then you're just kind of like, okay, I'm bored. I'm over this. Like y'all are on another level. And like you said, no judgment. I think I had to, yeah, look at my own judging others and drinking. Cause I mean, I drank a lot. Like I, I used to drink just like people do. And there's not really any judgment that needs to be happening, but I could definitely feel it just like I'm sober. Why can't you be, or just things like that. Or like Yeah, but I've definitely, it's gotten easier. Do you find that, like, how was it going to shows the first couple of times?
0: May was when we stopped drinking. And it was actually after a show that we hosted in Dallas. And I drank a lot. And I was like, I don't want to feel like this the next day. Like, that's really where it started. I was like, I don't really want hangovers anymore. Um, But then we were doing lots of the, like, goddess awakening, um, pop-up events and things like that. So it would be, I don't know. It, I really am surprised of how much I don't, I didn't like miss drinking. I just, I just kind of was like, well, I'll find something else to do like dance or plan or whatever. Um, but this weekend we, we were in the hot tub at the hotel with like my coworkers and then some of the people that we had met at the show. And then there was people from the game and like everyone was drinking, everyone was drinking beers and wine and um, vodka and the people we had just met, they were, you know, offering me something and I was just like, oh, no, thanks. I don't drink anymore. And they were like, high fived me and were like, congrats. That's awesome. And I feel like I've got a lot more of those interactions that I expected to have. Um and like you said it's like when I'm ready to go and they're still partying like I was like hey guys good night have a great night i'll see you tomorrow um but they ended up following behind me like within the hour so i mean they were right behind me i just was like you know what i have to be firm in the fact that like one i'm not drinking so that's pretty clear but like when i'm ready to go that's fine like it doesn't matter like no one's feelings got hurt it's not like i was just you know, dipping out and everyone's going to be upset. But I definitely have those fears. Like, do they think I'm, do they think I'm fun still? Like, but it's really cool that this week and I got to experience, like they do think I'm fun still and they do think I'm a good person and got to really know these people a lot more. So yeah, it's a, it's very interesting not drinking when it's so normal that like so many people drink. I don't want to say everyone drinks because that's obviously not true. Yeah. Um, but it seems like we're more of like a role model than I expected to be in this situation. So that's really interesting. Oh, cool. Like for the people that you're around a role
1: model for or just anyone in the scene?
0: Yeah, I mean, a little bit of both. Like people, like I said, they haven't been like, oh, that's weird. Like, whatever. There has been some of that where it's like, oh, OK, like, whatever. I know. I feel like it's like older people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little more stuck in their ways, maybe. So about like everything else. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you were able to go have fun without alcohol or around those people. Me too. So let's go back a little bit. Okay, so we talked about how um, Goddess Awakening, you obviously, well, for anyone who doesn't know, she was one of the people that we booked for the first year, which was March 2022, which is also weird because it feels like it was five years ago. Um so we met because of Dwayne, right? That's how I found out about you? Yeah, we, we were all,
1: rewind back to when Sam talked about um, the Rue refugees. We had a friend who was supposed to camp with us at Bonnaroo who didn't make it and ended up going to the- Rue refugees. The festival that Sam threw- and so he kind of was like, hey,
0: I know a couple artists for your, your festival. Yep. So I was looking at the time I knew I would say a good amount of DJs, but they were literally all dudes. So I just had to start like finding the ladies, um, which was really fun, actually. Um, so you're one of the people that I booked and I, I didn't meet you until the festival itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: we had just done. Yeah you had sent contracts and stuff and the interwebs.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we met up out there and then you got to play on our main stage and got to meet a lot of um, the other artists that were out there that weekend.
1: Yeah. It was really incredible. I think I had a moment um, really probably that whole weekend of just how, like you said, there really are, most when you look around they're mostly male DJs and as a a female you are like oh well I could never be up there I could never fit in or I'm different and so I think that's what I had experienced whether it was reality or self-doubt or whatever that was what I experienced and so being one of many other female artists on the main stage just felt really empowering and also, like, look at all these other, like, girls who are doing it and and showing you that it's possible. And, yeah, it was really incredible just that realization of, like, oh, shit, like, here we are.
0: Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, that was a super wonderful weekend. Got to meet so many new friends. And you were one of those people that has, like, stayed my friend since then. And I hadn't known you before. So it's really cool. And it makes sense that you'd be one of our first guests on the podcast is obviously you are my homie and you're a dj that was at goddess awakening so it's perfect and of course you have your own podcast which definitely is even more cool i know i always thought
1: that healing was weird or i was just really self-conscious and also that the webs were weird but like you're someone who also has the intersection of all of it and so it's cool and validating to know that I'm not alone and there's other people who care about healing and taking care of ourselves and each other and listening to music and building community. Yes, definitely.
0: And then since then, um, we've actually been at a lot of festivals together. <laughs> um, we, well, dance Festopia, you invited me to go with you to that one. So how did you, how did you go there? How'd you get to go there? Yeah. So,
1: If you didn't know, Dance Festopia does uh, the Yellow Brick Road Tour and they go to a bunch of cities trying to find talent. And I used to love Wizard of Oz. So I was like, oh my God, I should submit for this thing, blah, 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 blah. And so I got further along and played the show and dressed up like Dorothy. And I thought that really set me apart. And um, again, was the only female that was performing in the Memphis stop. so there's that. And yeah, I got judges choice and I got a plus one and I said, Sam, do you want to come? And so we went.
0: Yeah. I think that was like, I don't know. I did a a few episodes about all the festivals I did last year, but that one, I feel like it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And then it was like, you want to come like Thursday? I don't know, but it was a quick turnaround after Greenway, right? Okay. Greenway. And then there was that. And then what con was short after that okay which we also ended up being at Wakan together um you were attending and I was working so we just like hung out so Dance Festopia Wakan and then obviously um I feel like there was another one but I oh okay Greenway of course we were both at that one um <laughs> let's see Goddess Awakening we did some road two stops because you did Nashville and Chattanooga yeah 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 we did both. Okay. Yeah, those were really cool. So we got to we got to see each other quite a bit, especially since basically since God is awakening, we just like keep hanging out even if we don't plan it. So that's pretty cool. And then um, just last weekend, like ten days ago, we were at Wakon, so we got to hang out a bunch at that one as well for the second year. Was that your second Wakon as well?
1: Um, That was my third. So I went to the first one. Oh, you have been to all of them. The first Wakhan was before I started my podcast and started For Real DJing. So that was kind of like a, a crazy full circle moment. But yeah, I wasn't, I was so excited to see the workshop tent and the fact that the workshop tent was led by the festival babes. So I just like really, I don't know about you, but this past year really got just like, how much Wakon wants to also empower women in the scene and has a bunch of women in the, in the crew, like doing stuff. So like their team and whatnot. Yeah. It was really cool.
0: Yeah. Cause I know they had a panel I went to last year and it was um, women with Wakon, and I didn't realize how many people on their like staff are women Um, so a bunch of them and then a bunch of their DJs. Were you there for that? I don't remember.
1: No, I think it was in the day and I was sleeping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely daytime. So not a whole lot of people stirring yet. But then we both did the, um, well, I did the yoga class, um, with Aubrey, who's one of my, I don't even know, like mentor sounds weird, but she's like one of my role models. Um, she just came out with her book that I'm reading. Um, it's really good. Um, but she did the yoga classes at Wakan, so I did that. And then after that was the full moon ceremony. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I didn't do the intention setting, but I did do the full moon. And I think
0: you were—you said you were also there, right? Yes. Don't know. How I didn't see you. <laughs> Where were you at? In the back or the front? We were like right smack dab in the middle. Me and Brian, like in the middle, in the middle.
1: <laughs> Maybe we were sitting next to each other and didn't see,
0: <laughs> we were like, on the same horizontal line. <laughs> That's funny. But that was really cool. I actually connected. Um, I'm blinking on her name right now that ran the class. Emily? Yes, Emily. So I actually had connected with her um, on Instagram before the festival. And we had talked a little bit and I had just briefly been like, here's what I do. And she's like, here's what I do. We should definitely connect. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then to get to go to her class and see like, these are absolutely the types of like classes that I want to have at Goddess Awakening. Like this is perfect for what I want to do. And it's honestly, it's like, it's very simple and it's just people connecting and like sharing. That's, that's really what it boiled down to, which was really, really beautiful. I loved that class. Um, I definitely cried some tears for the, for the people. Um, I thought about talking, but then I was like, you know what? I just want to listen today. I want to listen and hold space for the people that are here. Um, but it was really beautiful. And then I got to meet her at the end. She was super busy. Everyone wanted to say hello and then meet a bunch of the, the festival babes too. So I connected with them in real life and told them, of course, about, you know, what we're doing with Goddess Awakening And told them the dates for next year. And they were like, well, what we do is market and, you know, help get the word out for small um, women-owned businesses. I was like, well, this is a perfect fit. So um, got their contact information, which I'm happy about. And it's funny because Noe, who's another one of our DJ friends, she's actually in um, Dallas. She's the one who told me that, like, they could potentially be really awesome influencers for, helping us market the event like six, eight months ago. Like I've been following them for a while. So I was like, oh, this is perfectly aligned. And so I was really excited to uh, link up with them as well. And they really just do like really beautiful things. And they were showing me that someone had created a festival journal. I don't know if you got to see that. Um, But this lady created a festival journal and you're supposed to take it with you when you're at music festivals and you can like track the sets that you see and like what were your favorites and how you're feeling throughout the day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need that. Like there's so many times I go to festivals. and I'm like, who did I even see this year? And I'm completely sober. And it's just, there's so much happening all the time. So I think that'd be really cool to have like to track your weekend.
1: Yeah. I've always found it challenging to like incorporate like a daily routine while on festivals. So like, remembering to journal and be like, this is important and will help you this weekend. Because sometimes I'm just like, oh. but that would be super cool to have like a specific journal for all that.
0: Yeah. So I thought that was really neat. I love journals. I'm really not great at journaling, but I love the idea of one day being really good at journaling. <laughs> I think as long as you write, you're a good journaler. <laughs> yeah. I just forget to do it. And then I'll have like seven journals and I don't know why I have seven. I don't need seven. I don't know. I just, yeah, I always have good intentions, but then it gets a little out of hand sometimes. What was your answer to number
1: two? The question which he said, what are you avoiding in your daily life? (laughs) I feel like that was like a smack in the face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually wrote down um, some answers, but then told myself I'd go back and revisit this. Um, So that's that's actually funny that you brought that up because I haven't revisited it. Um, I would definitely say I know I wrote down like routine, which I've gotten way better with my routine working at the doggy salon um, because I I get up at six o'clock. I leave at 635. I get there at 650 and I open by 7 a.m. And then I work there till about 1 30 p.m. And then it depends on the day. But some days it's a podcast. Some days it's a doctor's appointment. Some days it's my other job. Some days I'm driving to the next state. Um, so my morning routines have been better. But definitely like building in... Um, exercise, whether it's like yoga, running, oh, meditation, like those types of things. I, I really need to like build into my schedule because I know it will make me feel so much better. Um, So those are, the gym was by the way my number one, but I've actually gone to the gym twice since Wakan. So I'm really proud of myself. Hey.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know. I feel like we're going through a season of
0: waking up early. Are you a morning person? I've, never been a morning person in my life. But now (laughs) I'm like, if it's Saturday and I'm off, if I'm waking up at like 8.05, it's like, wow, I slept in today. Um, So I've, it's like totally changed the game for me having to work in the mornings. Because when they first said, oh, we're hiring a morning receptionist, you have to be there at 6.50. I'm like, excuse me? 6.50 in the morning? It's dark outside. (laughs) But now I'm so thankful because I get done, like I said, at one o'clock or two o'clock and I've got this whole rest of the day ahead of me and I've already accomplished so much.
1: Yeah, it is really crazy how much time you realize there
0: is when you wake up just, just a couple hours before. <laughs> yeah. So what were your things that you were avoiding in your daily? Um, Probably music and creating and yeah being vulnerable so i can't remember it may have actually been your um it may have been your podcast um but why do you think that you get blocks with music i know like you're super passionate about it i know i know lots of people who are but it's like it's hard to like i don't even know if it's hard to make the music or to just share the music
1: i definitely think i have some stuff around like The, and I still try to pinpoint this, but it's definitely what other people will think. And if other people will think it sounds stupid, um, I think, yeah, I mean, getting frustrated with the process, I think now a few years later into the journey, it's like easier to navigate the software and like knowing kind of how to, like, I definitely know more things than I used to, but I think when you compare your stuff to what already exists and when you compare your art to, like, people's 10-year careers, like, of course, there's going to be a difference. But I definitely feel afraid sometimes to share. And it's like, oh, are all these boys going to be like, what is she doing? Like, I'm sure that's somewhere in there, too. That's
0: fair. I know, I know Brian has been, um, boyfriend Brian. I know he's been talking about like his goals for next year and he's just like really ready to, you know, get back, get back in it. And I've been saying, I'm like, I need to keep learning how to DJ. And I want to, I want to keep learning. I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to be famous or any of that. No, I don't want to be. But I love making music and I love sharing music. Like that's my main thing. Like I... Want to just be able to just be like, hey, um, can I plug in and play you some some of my music just for fun? I just say like that sounds so cool. And like you said, now that we have this like really awesome circle of um, female DJs and it's just growing, we keep getting more and more connected with more of us. I'm like, we don't even need any boy DJs. Like we got we got all the girls we need. Like we don't we don't need we don't even need the boys. So next year, um, I've actually had a few people reaching out, and I'm like. I'm not opening applications. I I got I got my squad and I'm gonna fill the gaps with a few new people, but um it's definitely gonna be a lot different of a lineup compared to the first year. And there's gonna be a lot more workshops this time around. So I'm really excited about like the educational side, the the harm reduction space, and just a more of a focus around that. And then of course the main stage will be an amazing production main stage like it was the first year. So I'm so excited. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and tell 10-10-2024 will be the next Goddess Awakening. Um, So mark your calendars. You have plenty of time. No excuses. If you don't come, well, sorry, you'll you'll just have to miss it. Um, But we're going to wrap up for today. We're running out of time, but thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to hop on the podcast. And I'm excited to... Um, talk more with you soon
1: yay thanks so much for having me I'm super proud of you and everything that you're doing for the community and the space and appreciate you talking with me yeah we definitely have to do another one I think I think we'd be great at like uh telling people what what to expect for their first festival and just little little rave mom tips <laughs> that and, sounds fun and all those things <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect well thank you and I'll talk to you soon bye bye okay and if you guys want to find uh, Madeline's pages her podcast is called embrace the madness you can find that on pretty much all podcast platforms and then her DJ producer name is Maddo M-A-D-O you can find her on Instagram and she is O base M-A-D-0 B-A-S-S And you can follow her on there. Um, She produces her own music as well as DJs. um, And she, she does all kinds of cool stuff. So make sure you follow Madeline on her pages. Thanks for listening to this episode of Goddess Awakening. Check out our link tree in the description for all our socials and upcoming events. This podcast is brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.